Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello and welcome. Hi, thanks for being here. It's Osha Ginsberg, Better Than Yesterday. Thanks for being a part of the show. If you've just clicked this and gone, oh, this is new. Um, that's because you probably clicked on a logo in your iPhone because we got featured as a show we love for 2023 on Apple Podcasts. That is extraordinary. I've been making this show since 2013, three times a week. There's hundreds and hundreds of episodes going all the way back, 10 years in, and we got featured by Apple Podcasts in one of the shows they love this year. We are in very, very good company. I am very honored to be um, sitting next to those logos. If you have a bit of a scroll, you'll see who's there. But boy, oh boy, I'm thrilled. Thank you. It's extraordinary. And that doesn't happen by accident. And that's a, a huge result for the whole team that makes the show because I don't make this show by myself. But yeah, if you just joined us, if, you, if you're here because of that, thanks for coming. My name is Osha Ginsberg. I'm a podcaster. I'm a TV host. I'm a uh, middle of Melbourne apartment Uber bicycle man delivery receiver because I'm here working for a couple of days and um, I just got the sniffles. I felt like shit and I was, oh man. So a lovely person on a bike brought me a pack of COVID tests. Negative, but yeah, it's been a while since I've shoved the tickle stick up my nose. Uh, thanks for everyone that said lovely, lovely words about Q&A the other night. It's uh, fascinating because one of the things I said was, um, you know, I don't care if you voted no for the referendum. I have no quarrel with you, but if you don't want to ask a question about who flooded the zone, uh, as in the Steve Bannon line, flood the zone with shit, then we're in real trouble because our, our electoral system is quite easily manipulated. And boy, oh boy, didn't the usual suspects have an absolutely cracking go at me. But it it's wild because it proved my point. Apparently, I took a swipe at Peter Dutton. I wouldn't do such a thing. Peter Dutton has sued someone and ruined their life over a tweet. But I simply asked um, young uh, Catherine, who's here next to me, 
Well, she said, oh, Peter, what's to unite the country? I said, really? Do you really believe that? Do you? And I was asking her a question about someone she knows quite well because I was interested, like, you, I've never met the man. Like, tell me why you believe that. I just wanted to know. But apparently I took a swipe at all no voters and belittled people, which goes to show why the fake news show that we are making has a rightful place in this world because news stopped being about the facts a long, long time ago and the why should the big players have all the fun? I was reading some of the headlines about myself this morning and fuck, honestly, I was like, this is why we got to do the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. And I'm telling you this because we're going to do the Melbourne International Comedy Festival again. If you don't know, I have a, a satirical news show. It's called NTNN NNN, Real Stories, Fake News, with Osher Ginsburg at the NTNN NNN news team. They're absolutely brilliant. Because basically the, the news stopped being about the facts a long, long time ago. It's a live satirical news show. All the stories are real, absolutely real, the stories of the day, and the news is just all made up. It's the news of the day every single day, and we're going to do it again. Tickets are going to be on sale soon. We, uh, the brilliant news team is going to join us again. Uh, we're in a new space in Melbourne this time around. It starts the 27th of March. I'm going to have my 50th birthday on stage, so you better come. It's going to be fucking good. But why I'm telling you this is because – I don't write the show by myself. I mean, I started to write the show by myself when we first started doing it at the Factory Theatre in Sydney. We're doing it every week and I was I was doing it all by myself and I was going to die. I was just like going to just be erupt in a, just a horrid desecration of cold sores. Uh, so I thought I'm going to need some help people to help me do this. And so I started to get some people helping me out writing because I knew I wanted to make it into a TV show and I knew I'm going to have to build a writing team. So I started to bring people in. Because I only know what the world looks like through my eyes. I said this on Q&A last night. Because I only know what the world looks like through my eyes, I miss a lot, including a lot of jokes. So we have a writer's room, which if we weren't under the pump making sure we have a script locked and loaded by 12.30 every day, we would spend all that day in the writer's room just laughing our asses off as we make terrible jokes about what's going on in the world and figuring out how we can make a joke about this, which then leads the news team into discovering something on stage. And it's super, super fun especially the part where we're pitching stories to each other. So I wanted to bring you in on what it's like when we pitch stories to each other because that's a really fun part of the day, but you never get to see it. Jen Fricker is one of our brilliant, brilliant writers. Not only is she a fantastic stand-up in her own right, but she's also written on Gruen for years, Will Anderson's uh, show. And Jen came around the other day. We've been working on a few other things. And Jen came around the other day and we sat down and we just thought, well, let's just chat through the stories and let's just, you know, do a little pitch meeting. And it, well, I just recorded it and I'd love you to hear it. I'd love your thoughts because this is a work in progress. Maybe I can make something out of this idea. But I'd love to think what do you have a think about it. Then the stories are a few days back. You'll get the drift. You'll understand. The stories will be very, very familiar because they're about a, uh, four or five days ago. So you'll understand what we're doing here. I'd love to know what you think. Send me a DM on Instagram or shoot me an email. Send us your email at gmail.com. I'll put tickets to the uh, news shows on sale shortly. I just have to finalize some artwork once I figure out how to up-res a photo. But the tickets for the live podcast shows on the 22nd of February at the Malt House, they are on sale now in the show notes. So enjoy. This is myself. And Jen Fricker, NTNN NNN presents The Pitch. I mean, that's not the show title yet. It could be, I don't know, but if I do it in a voiceover, it sounds real. We're here, man. Yeah, we made it. We're doing it. From the desk of NTNN NNN. I don't know. I don't know how to do it. Um, hello, my name's Osha Ginsberg, sitting across from me, the magnificent Jen Fricker. How are you, Jen? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. As am I. You and I have been working on NTNN NNN for nearly a year. 
Yeah, that's crazy. It is. And we're... Hey, happy anniversary, dude. Almost. <laughs> almost. What did you get me? Um, <laughs> we are, we're looking at doing the Melbourne Comedy Festival again, which I'm very excited about. But every time I read the news in the morning when I drink my coffee, I'm like, God, do you want to have a show? Mm. So I wanted to try and figure out a way to maybe talk about the news a bit because we talk about the news anyway when we write the show. Um, because, yeah, there's writers. There's writers. <laughs> How's your week? Um, yeah, good. What's been going on? My week has been very slow. My boyfriend and I are both working from home at the moment and um, it's a bit of a turf war going on where I I was the one working from home. So I bought the comfy chair for me. I bought the nice keyboard for me and the nice mouse pad for me. But he's there and I love him and I hold compassionate space for him, but just not my space. Get the hell out. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> right. We're relatively, not relatively new, we've only been living together less than a year. So right. I feel like it's a whole negotiation. Do you have any tips on that? <laughs> or does it get easier? Um, you got to communicate a lot and uh, separate spaces are very important. Very important. I'm learning that. It's like anything. It's like why people always go, open plan offices are great. Yeah, not for the people who are working in them. Yeah. Because <laughs> you never get anything done. No. It's like, I'm, just stop talking. Stop yeah. talking to me. I'm doing shit. Where is that thing? Well, I would have had it finished if you mm. went over here telling me about your fucking weekend. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's great to have you over here despite the fact that you and your wife had, you and my wife had this whole, like, kind of <laughs> stacks on upstairs mm. about the dishwasher packing. Look, I just, we have solidarity. Your wife's an islander. She's Pacifica. So am I. I mean, we're going to find each other in spaces, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> and you weren't happy about it. No, 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 I was happy about it. I just find it I just find it kind of like the point that I made, I thought it was hilarious. Yes. But the point they made that like if I was around at your place mm. talking to your boyfriend yep. about some how- of your homemaking <laughs> shortcomings, <laughs> how it would go. I mean, yeah. There's women's work, right? And we don't like this concept. <laughs> but maybe women's work is properly stacking a dishwasher. Just observationally. I'm not saying only women can do it. I'm saying it seems to be women that are good at it. Oh, yeah. And from the, t- the, from the test I've okay, done you're terrified of two right hours. Now, so I'm going to ask you another question. So my, I'm getting cancelled. I've so been my, on this for my five brother, minutes. <laughs> my brother and his husband, yes. uh, who, does the women, who does the women's work in their house? Damn, Ash, you got me. You got me. <laughs> you know, may not be at the ABC anymore, no, but come no, on. No, no, <laughs> no. No. I'm we had, sweating. We had <laughs> All that's going to happen if we keep going down the trying to get you on on yeah. cheap shots like that, mm. is we end up just defending some weird little fort, some intersectional fort way mm. over here mm. when all of humanity is crumbling. But no, the most important thing is this. Yeah. Because how dare you not recognise my, well, I, and it's fast, It's really interesting how it stops ideas and stops progress. I mean, I'm sure I am misquoting someone where what is it? They use these things as a distraction yes. to tire you from actually fighting for liberation. I've completely forgotten who said that, oh. and I'm sure someone will instantly remind me and I'm going to feel so embarrassed. But I, I believe that too, right? Chasing yeah. each other's tails around these things I feel is not the work, perhaps. 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 Perhaps is not the work. Hedging my bets from now on. <laughs> uh, now, I asked you about what news I said. Oh, why don't you come to that? Let's just talk about the news today. What's mm. some news stories that caught your eye? Um, just as you came to sit down, I saw the news mm. come up. There's a ceasefire mm. that come through, which is great. Mm. But I wonder if you just notice inside your body what happens when I tell you there was a ceasefire. On the 6th of October, there was a ceasefire. Mm. Yeah. That's a fact. 
You know? <laughs> yeah. It's hard. Yeah. All of this is really hard and it's not easy. Yeah. And I f- find myself incredibly privileged having had the experience that I've had and having spent a fair amount of time in that part of the world to know that I don't know enough. Yeah. And I there's smarter people than me mm. who can talk about this. Mm. Um, but I guess all I can talk about is that when it comes to education, yeah, it's like holding really difficult things in your head yeah. at the same time yeah. is really hard, which is why we kind of go for things like climate denial yeah. or vaccine denial or science denial. It's really hard yeah. to want something and want something else at the same time. Yeah. And that's... Or even to, to face a reality where you're you're being asked to unlearn something mm. or asked to... Accept. Acknowledge yeah, something yeah, that yeah. maybe you've never been asked to acknowledge before. An uncomfortable before. truth. Absolutely. Uh, a very uncomfortable truth. Extremely uncomfortable. And yeah. that's the other thing. I think I had a great critical thinking education. My dad is a qualified marine biologist, so it was always like really encouraged to like question things, research things, find out who's saying what and why. But that also was in a pre-social media time. Mm. And so for me, my challenge, especially with the Israel-Gaza stuff, is like passing, P-A-R-S-E, the incredible amount of information that is coming Mm. and separating my emotional response. My response is a Maori woman. My response is a like light-skinned person in a colonized country. My response is someone who is like media adjacent or has a following on social media like and it's like all of these things that even like some of the best education in the world cannot help you with yeah yeah it's like it's so overwhelming and so yeah god all right so we're making a new show in seven hours where's the joke oh my god the joke is we're exhausted right the the joke is ceasefire great for our brains wonderful (laughs) ceasefire on my brain (laughs) Yes, and <laughs> part of me is uh, – see what I did? That's improv. Mm. Yes, and. Uh, yes, and. <laughs> part of me is like, how do you make a joke about that kind of thing? Mm. This is part of the thing when we're making the show is like, this shit is really bad. Mm. What's an angle that we can make a joke at that is not going to get us cancelled? Yeah. As much as I disagree with the whole you know, concept of cancelling. I also think in this whole Israel-Gaza stuff – the idea of cancellation has become so fluid. Do you know what I mean? Where some people feel cancelled, but I don't know. I find myself stopping sentences because I'm pre-cancelling myself. Yeah. <laughs> pre-cancelled. Yeah, I'm pre I'm cancelled before the Gosh. show's even out. It, I mean it's just so it's I don't know what the joke would be. Well, I don't know. It's like- also times like like I've spoken to other people who are on air at the moment mm. about and who do these current affairs type of things or, you know, comedy that mm. is about the news and whatever. And I'm like, what are you guys doing about it? And they're like, we're just not. Wow. And it's from the conversations I'm having with these people, I don't think it's because, I mean, obviously there's network worried about being yeah. cancelled. Fair enough. Yeah. But I think also it's because a lot of people don't see it as their role. Mm-hmm. I think you're you're absolutely on the money, though. The joke would be four days where no matter what you want to say, Mm. you are now finally able to call up your friend uh, or text your mate or like a Facebook post from somebody that's just about a dog. Just a dog. Yeah. Yeah. 
just you know what my joke I feel like my angle I would pitch to you would be influencers return to social media <laughs> <laughs> in time for the <laughs> that is it that yeah. is finally I mean this is fucking brilliant but that it is like uh, add another news ceasefire uh, being called in Gaza Strip allowing influencers to finally <laughs> return to social media yeah after you know going weeks of actually paying for fake tan yeah. tea and teeth whitening yeah. for less, you know, they. how dare you post about any of those things while this is going on. Yeah. Finally, they're able to get one or, one or two client posts away <laughs> yeah. to make sure they can pay their rent Especially in the run-up to Christmas is the busiest season <laughs> for influencers. <laughs> and, you know, finally some kind of decisive action is being taken so influencers can hawk their pre-Christmas specials yeah. to you. And it's Becky20 at checkout for 20% yeah. off. Um, thank you, Kata, yeah. for helping <laughs> Christmas Far come out. early. <laughs> we got there. Fuck yeah. I feel like we've made Jesus an uncancelable. Like- Jesus Christ. But it's not not true. <laughs> but it's not not true. Like it I is, mean, I it love is it. true. Yeah. It is true. It's so funny because, you know, we were so worried about talking. About I'm so it. terrified about talking about yeah. it. Yeah. I even wrote it down earlier going, we'll put it in and yeah. if it gets bad, we'll it take it bad. out. It gets bad, yeah. But, yeah, that would be it. I think that would be what we'd put in yeah. tonight <laughs> and then just handball it to the cast going, yeah, good luck. Yeah. See ya. Good luck, guys. <laughs> that is the other thing I love about writing is like, yeah, well, my work's done. Well, <laughs> I'll catch you well, later. Yeah, they, and that's, I think, part of what makes it so great is because everyone in the room I mean, we do stitch them right up. Yeah. We put them right in front of the, We freeze frame Matrix style. We put them right in front of the bus mm. and go. Mm. And the whole time is just getting out of the way and trying not to. And that's why it makes it so dangerous. Like when we were making the pilot, like, don't you want to shoot it like a week out? Or a week? like, no, it's got to mm. be day off. It has mm. to be day off. It has to be danger. It's got to be dangerous, which is why dangerous for everyone. Dangerous mm. in the room uh, when, we're doing it, when we're doing it live. Absolutely. Yeah. Because people sit there going, Wow, they're going to get out of this. Yeah. And what's great is because the stakes are so high, if they don't get out of it, whatever comes to mind is hilarious because it releases the tension. Yeah. It's fucking cool. We feel better. I feel better oh, now. I feel better. I was <laughs> shitting myself. Was there anything, any other news you want to talk about? Oh, my God. I don't even know anymore, man. I feel like we solved it. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. We fixed it. One of the challenges of making this show is getting everyone up to speed with sport mm. because they're all very proud, you know, in a city, edgy theatre people <laughs> and like, oh, I'm an edgy, edgy? comedy writer. They're freaking and, nerds, man. Yeah, I'm over here. It's yeah. like, guys, you're going to have to just accept that Sport is you important. You are a massive minority and the community comes together over yeah. this. Yeah. All right. Do you watch cricket? No, I don't watch cricket. I'm a soccer girl. Right. Yeah. We are now, we not only won the World Cup, we mm-hmm. also won the T20 and we retained the Ashes all in one year. We are, It's the greatest cricket team that has ever fucking existed pretty much. Better than nearly anything that's ever happened. And this is epic because the same news outlets that were slamming our captain, Pat Cummins, have now had to run all these things about how great a leader he is. Is this Pat Cummins, is he known, like people say he's too woke or something? Pat was, exactly. He was like, guys, we've got an energy company on our jersey. Mm. I'm not not thrilled about this. Mm. Sit down, shut up. Stick to sport. Classic. Yeah, yep, yep, classic. Yep. Hammer that nail down. Yeah, get it in there. <laughs> and guys, you know, I don't know about this referendum thing. I, you know, come on, you know, humans, mm. can we see people? Yeah, yeah, go, 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 broke. Mm. And then on, uh, uh, what was it? He stood up at the COP 
27, like one of the cop, uh, conferences, mm-hmm. talked about coal mining. Mm. Like, how dare you? Interesting. Not your place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what, motherfucker? This little pinko lefty just yeah. won you the World Cup. <laughs> and retain the ashes in England. Suck shit. Wow. And, and you know, and, and I want the T20. Like, he fucking nailed it. He's mm. led this team through that. Mm. And it's particularly excellent because, like, we've always seen an athlete always a male athlete's indiscretions forgiven because they're awesome amount of goals or wickets or whatever they've done. Like, yeah, he did that terrible thing to his wife at the time, but come on. Yeah. How good was that thing? But what he's doing for the country. But, but what about, look at this replay. Look at that. See, look at the way he did that. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Fucking yeah. incredible. What a mark. What a catch. What a fucking hit. Whatever, whatever it was. But to see the other way around is actually pretty fun. Mm. Like, But it's, it's wild that they, they have to achieve so much. And he's able to then go, yep, I'm, I'm mad to see what he does next. Yeah. We should probably just dominate cricket for a long time and then probably end up being the coach and probably keep talking about this kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I kind of love it. So, like, what's the angle that jumps out to you about that? Uh, it is the um, – I would be in the crowd. I'd be in the crowd at the final with a busload uh, of cricket tourists who are, they're all in India, they've, they've got on a plane, you know, they've bought a package and they're a whole bunch of like just men mm. away from their wives and kids for two straight weeks of just piss cutting with strangers. Mm-hmm. And the cohort of people that would get involved in that are probably more your cable news types. Sure. All right? Mm-hmm. More conservative possible views. All right? Yeah. And then it would be these guys trying to grapple in real time with the celebration mm. as well as, you know, the uncomfortable realities of... Unfortunately, people you disagree with are also good at stuff you like. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the team could have a great time with that mm. as a... As, as throwing a, it to them. Yeah. As yeah. A, like, that's who they are. They were on a bus trip mm-hmm. uh, singing the Aussie, 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 and then like... So-called Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So-called. <laughs> so I think that would be the, I think that would be the angle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think they could have a, a, a lot of fun with it. My take would be the opposite of, like, insufferable lefties getting even more insufferable. Like, Christmas is going to be very fun for both. Or maybe a peaceful Christmas imagined because cricket uncle who you disagree with is now getting along with woke lefty nephew. Yours is much better than mine. No, no I like yours. Is. No. I see yours as a panel though. Like it's an all in kind of. Well, because mm. it's sport, it's the end of the show. Mm. Right. But mm. I, I like yours actually. There's so many more places to go with yours. If it's... it'd be early in the show. Then no, no, no. I'd put yeah. it at the end, but it's so much more relatable because there's family involved. There's mums, there's sisters, there's aunts, there's uncles, there's kids, there's grandkids versus mm. like a whole cohort of the same character. Yeah. Because it's the same cohort, like that bus is full of men yeah. between 35 and 60, you know, there's yeah. no women there. Uh, so this though is a is a Christmas lunch. An unsteady truce, so funny to me. Tension, stakes, it's got it all. You could cut between last Christmas and this Christmas. Yeah. Which would be also super fun because mm. they do that. They do that sometimes. They go, we, we, now it's a year, it's, you know, it's last Christmas. It's next Christmas. Yeah. Uh, we flash forward back in time. Yeah. Because uh, that, you know, Ruby, that's fucking amazing. Like finally, weird lives by himself. Kind of more and more conservative as he gets older, uncle, yeah. who just sits at cricket. Who goes to a test for five days? Mm. Oh, I used to. But that guy <laughs> sits by himself with a radio, finally getting along with the nose ring niece. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and clearly their boyfriend who, no, you've got to ask him what they do for a living. You can't yes. ask him what he does for a living. Yes. Look at that person. I feel child. like it's like 
at the heart of what NTNNN is, it's like it's always trying to find that middle, the way that we can assess the layout of an issue and then find that like kind of smooth, creamy middle part where it's like it's pointy and it's uncomfortable but also in the talking about it, it makes it feel better. And you can approach it from however angle, angle. Like, yeah, mm. cr- cricket uncle can hear that story and go, Oh, yeah, that's funny. Mm. And woke niece can go, oh, yeah, that'd be funny. Yeah. I love using this as a way to challenge my my own ideas mm. um, and having other writers. I think when we made – we had four people, five people when we made the pilot. It was so good to have mm. so many people from different aspects and me going, wow, I'm fucking made uncomfortable by that. Okay, I want to deliver that because yeah. it feels weird. Yeah. You know, I don't want It's wanna... a lot of trust too. Like yeah. it's so much trust. Yeah. In everyone in that room. Yeah. No one's shying from it. Yeah. I don't know how we end this now. Normally we throw to a celebrity coming in with the weather. Yeah. Um, and everything just falls in on itself. Yeah. But I, I don't know. What do we do now? What's the weather? I'll I don't know. As the celebrity in the room, what's the weather? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for coming around, Jen Fricker. Thanks for having me, dude. I will um, think of you as I pack this dishwasher. <laughs> There you go. That was it. Thank you so much, Andy Ma, for cutting that up. Our audio and video post-production maestro. Thank you for Ben and Monica, who helped keep the lights on on OGTV, and Abby Benner, who's a fearless show producer. Thanks for being a part of it. Do like and subscribe to the show wherever you can. Follow it. Send a note. Share it with somebody, please. If this show brought you any value at all, please do share it with somebody. Thanks again for all your notes and your messages and things. It was really nice to get a bit of support because – I'm just trying to say stuff, like on this podcast, I'm just trying to say stuff that I know would have helped me if I could hear hear someone else saying it. Like I, the only thing I want to do with my job is to make other people feel less alone. That's it. That's my only job. And all we want as people is we just want to be recognised. We just want to be seen. And, you know, that works for all, all kinds of politics. There's definitely here on the right, definitely here on the left. But you very rarely hear it on the kind of any kind of progressive kind of stance and look I'm no expert and I'm figuring out as I go along but I think it's important to at least try to say something that doesn't sound like everybody else and tries to recognize common humanity anyway that's what I was doing the other night so if this podcast helped you at all please share it with someone thanks for being a part of it I'll see you Monday catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns.